bring up to speed? We've come to this planet looking for intelligent life. Oops, we made a mistake. What we've got here is failure to communicate. for breakfast right now very hungry hey ma the meatloaf we want it now the meatloaf this is sparta we're not worthy we're not worthy you're worthy you're worthy get up you want answers i want the truth you can't handle the truth the greatest trick the devil ever pulled was convincing the world he didn't exist You're tiny Jesus. Golden fleece diapers with your tiny little fat balled up fist on it. He was a man. He had a beard. Friends! Rodents! Quadrupeds! Lend me your ears! Oh! Hey guys! What's up? It's Seth! This is Ricky. And this is the Varsity! The only show on radio at 2.30. <laughs> the best show at 2.30. The only show. The only show you should be listening the to. The only show. I'm so glad that you joined us. This music's phenomenal. I, I'm enjoying this. Yeah, man. I feel like go ahead, Ricky. Rap. I feel like we're I feel like we're at a space party. I'm okay with that. Did you see the new Star Wars trailer? I did not, but I want to. We definitely need to go see that. It's, it looks phenomenal. That's all I'm gonna say. Oh man, is it the Last Jedi? It's the Last Jedi. Oh man. So anyway, hey, we have a wonderful show for you. We have a wonderful. Listen to that stuff right there. Yeah. <laughs> we're getting you ready for Star Wars. Anyway. Sounds like we're choking a chicken. Yeah, something like that. So today we have the one and only Jensen and Braden Leonard, drummers. From the Gunnersville Wildcats. The Wildcats. And we'll just give you a little heads up. We got to interview some Gunnersville Wildcat football players today. We have been all Wildcats today. I even got the Wildcat burger from... Uh, from Charburger, Charburger, our friends at Charburger. We love Charburger. So today is our Wildcat show, and we're going to um, talk about our drum guys later. It's going to be a good show. We're excited. GHS, Gunnersville Wildcats. Hey, we have a wonderful show. We're going to give you the scores today. We're going to talk about a little bit of college football. We're going to talk about serving. And we have Jenna in the studio. Jenna's in the studio, and Steven is at the board also. We are trying a new thing. We we in in an act to improve to improve our Facebook live. We have different views of the show, so you're going to get a better view. Also, we're going to be releasing a 360 5 minute moment where you can kind of check out what it feels like to be at the varsity. Yeah. It's a great place. We have we are very uh technological in here right now we're I mean, trying we, to be we are up, we are actually probably ahead of our own time yeah and uh i, I think steven's laughing at that steven's laughing because he made it happen yeah. <laughs> he made. but anyway we're actually going to give you four different views of the studio and so you're going to check out facebook live in a whole new way so all we ask is you go to at varsity radio show on facebook and instagram and please on facebook you can watch us facebook live and uh, you can be a part of the studio. We are back. I don't know what that was, but that, that was, was co- fancy. Wow. I'm telling you, Steven, like what the heck, man? You're the coolest. It's like we're in a space. Space Auditorium. This is your Gunnersville High School Space Show. Yeah. Yeah, this is cool, though. You know, I like it. 
Not only do we look I feel cool, like, but we sound cool. Yeah, I feel like Stephen went and got us more music. I appreciate that, Stephen. I did, I did. I got some more tracks. Yeah, I always like to keep it fresh. Stephen, you're the man. <laughs> you're the man. That just touches my heart. So we're going to a very important part of our show. It's called Meme of the Week. Meme of the Week. And this one's beautiful. This it's emotional. So, if any of y'all are listening, I don't know if y'all have ever did this before, but you can make your own memes. There's an app called Meme Generator. <laughs> so, what you do is you go and you can get this. Now. You can go and get this app. You can use your funny picture and put your own words in there to make your own memes. Yeah, so. So, that's what I did. So, he's advanced. Ricky has advanced. And so, tell him what we're seeing. So, um, on uh, on Saturday, me and my wife, we went and had Charburger breakfast. And good choice. It was a very good choice. We love our charburger, and it was very affordable, and it was just very good. But it reminded me, after I ate it, it reminded me of the movie The Sandlot. Yeah? You know, the um, squints? Yeah, you know, Jenna's in here. She's a lifeguard. She's been through this. It's been a life experience squints for her. Squints had his, uh, his moment where uh, he got his uh, wet one from the lifeguard after uh, his fake drowning. drowning. Experience and it, he gives. There's a picture that's out on social media of where he turns back and he's got that goofy smile with the glasses. So that picture is what I used, and it says that feeling after you've had charburger for breakfast. Come on, somebody. That's what it felt like. Oh, I felt like I just robbed a girl, a lifeguard specifically. There you go. That's what it felt like. So good. That's so good. So we're gonna go to our video. That's a beautiful meme, by the way, and Jana is posting that. Like I said, if you come right now, Jenna's working the she's working the Facebook Live, so you will be responded to by the varsity. So if you want a response, you can talk to us. Please talk to us. But uh, we're gonna go straight into our video. We've got a cool video this week. Uh, it's fantastic. Uh, what's his name again? John Christ. 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 Yeah, not Christ. Christ. <laughs> he probably wishes it was Christ. <laughs> you know, I think we would all Christ. feel a lot more important if our last name was Christ. And if yeah. you like what you hear, this guy is actually coming to Coleman, which is not too far away. I think on October 18th over at Desperation Church. He's, uh, he's a comedian, correct? Yeah, yeah he's, he's wonderful. Yeah. yeah. You guys ready for this? Yes. All right, here we go. Here's Hit John Christ. Oh, I was going to go to Macy's, but Dillard's is having a sale. Man plans his steps, but the Lord directs his path. Look at these purses. Excuse me, this is fashion now? Lean not on your own understanding. Oh, Spencer's gifts? Mm-mm, guard your heart. Finish line? Oh, yes, run the race I have set before you. 30% off all things work together for good. Oh, would you look at these here? Run and not grow weary, walk and not faint. Uh, no thank you. I don't need any skincare samples. I am fearfully and wonderfully made. Oh, there Starbucks, thank heaven, streams in the desert. Look at these watches for such a time as this. Look at all this baggage. No, thank you. I have left my burdens at the cross. Oh, I love this bedding. Yes, all who are weary, he will give you rest. Look at these knives. These are perfect. Iron sharpens iron. Oh, man does not live by bread alone. Hey, Adam, you want to take a bite of this? Mm-mm, man's original sin. Microsoft only for me. Thank you. Oh, Lululemon, he will not tempt you beyond what you can handle. Oh, Zales, absolutely not. My treasure is in heaven. Payless is having a sale. Lead me not into temptation. Oh, judge all you want to. You without sin cast the first stone. Oh, love this hat. Look at this. Anyone who is in Christ is a new creation. I will dwell in the Nestle Toll House of the Lord forever. I come all the way in here for a sale and they don't have my size. Jesus, please, he who began a good work in you will bring it to completion. Wow. I love that video. Talking about your mom's spiritual response to everything. Yes. Isn't that fantastic? Did you have anybody that always had that scripture? You know, I, I've worked at four churches. I want to say I have, and I probably have. I just can't think of them. I know a kid, uh, he was in my youth, and this is a shout-out to him. His name is Colin, but he literally memorized Scripture. And for some of the most random things, he would just... It would, I think he meant it in a serious way, but in a funny way as well. Yeah. He would always bring up Scripture. And, wow. Uh, he'd catch you off guard, but... Wow. Yeah, they did a comedy church act at Fine Arts... The guy used these terrible scriptures. <laughs> it was terrible. Uh, anyway, if you like that, if you like the way that sounded, you can go watch the video on our Facebook Live right now. We're going to share that, so you can check that out later and share it with your friends. Olivia's just walked in the room. She Olivia Kane up in the house. 
She's our media girl. Uh, Jen, our intern, and the, uh, Jenna and Olivia are going to respond to you if you call, uh, contact in uh, or call in, whatever. And so uh, you want to pick up that link and watch it. It's hilarious. You should. You should. Yep. So we're going to go to a song. And uh, this is Feel Invincible by Skillet. All right. Steven, I was expecting some space theme. I'm sorry, man. <laughs> I like this one, though. This yeah, is one I do. of the classics. This is legit. <laughs> this is legit. I was Okay, so anyway, with me and Ricky are going to get to the... You know us, man. We love some football. We haven't been watching the NFL all that much anymore, but, you know, we, we like college football. <laughs> and we love the Crimson Tide. We love our album. Alabama Crimson Tide. But we love Marshall County football, too. We do. And, and man, the more we get to know all these football players, it's hard to pick a team, isn't it? It is. And, you know, it, it's fun because when you, when you have them in here to interview them, you already know who they're going to play most of the time or you know who they beat, who they're trying to beat, who they're wanting to beat. And now we know the big rivalry games. Oh, yeah. So, yeah. Um, but let's get into some scores. Talk about it, man. Throw them out. Uh, Gunnersville faced Douglas, and they won 51 to nothing. Wow. Wow. So uh, I don't have words for that. I'd... Our Gunnersville football team, they're good. That's all I'm going to say. <laughs> and me and Ricky had the privilege of interviewing a few of them today. But uh, A-Rab, they went, and uh, it, this team, I don't know what it is, and they keep getting brought up every week, but... Arab lost to Etowah, fifty-one to fifteen. I'm gonna say, you know, Etowah's not in our viewing district, but they sound scary. I think because we mention them so much, I've realized that Etowah needs to stop playing Marshall County teams. I know. <laughs> yeah, quit beating our team. Quit doing it. Just, stop it. Just quit. Uh, Blue Brent, Devils. <laughs> yeah, the Devils. We shouldn't play a devil anyway. That's right. All right. Mm-hmm. Don't play with devils. That's our memo for today. <laughs> It's but, uh, the Aggies mascot. Well, they're they're different. They got yeah, like a pitch. Okay. <laughs> they got like a pitchfork. We'll just go with that. All right. So Brindley Mountain they lost to Geraldine thirty three to six, and mm. uh, Boaz they actually beat Crossville. This is cool. Listen to this forty five to forty four. What? <laughs> yeah. Wow. Ah, instant classic. I don't know. We didn't hear anything about it, but I imagine that was a good game. Wow. And uh, to end it off, we got D.A.R. They lost to Madison County. No, they were in the studio last week. They were. I like those guys. I hope it wasn't our fault because we have we left them out of practice for about thirty minutes. Yeah, they so missed tackle drills. We're not going to blame <laughs> it on us. They lost forty-eight to twenty-eight. Mm. So Ooh. we still got we still got twenty-eight points on the board. Yeah, but Madison County's took out a couple of our teams. I think. They're looking pretty good, but looking stout. Let's go to some SEC football, Seth. Let's talk about it. Let's. How about you open up with them Alabama, Alabama Crimson Tide? The Alabama Crimson Tide. I love them, but they <laughs> were not as strong as usual. We didn't look amazing, but I do feel like we were at the climax of our schedule, and it, it's starting to get a little easier. Yeah, I feel like. I mean, that's just my opinion. So yeah. it's all downhill from here huh? until we get to Georgia. <laughs> You know, we scored 130-something points to three in yeah. two weeks. And then when, uh, I think when Texas A&M scored that, uh, we finally got some points on the board, we were kind of thinking, uh-oh. Right. I was thinking, uh-oh, we're I don't know used, what you know. We're just not used to, like I said last week, we're not used to playing our quarterback in the fourth quarter. But I know. You know he had to play four whole quarters. I apologize, Jalen. You called that last week, didn't you? He did. did. Yeah, I knew he, he would. I knew he would. He did. Yeah. So um, let's talk about the other team. So uh, the other team, Auburn. Um, they uh, they they beat Ole, they beat Ole Miss. Yeah. So that was a. I mean, it wasn't really a shocker, but they did actually beat them by more than a couple touchdowns. So yeah, I was kind of shocked at that. In it, the East SEC, the Georgia Bulldogs. Man, Georgia looks stout. My, I don't know about y'all, but Georgia's good. Yeah. 45 to 14. They got some running backs. It's just amazing. It looks Ep- like they're going to be in Atlanta. I, I think so, too. That's what I'm predicting. LSU pulled out one against Florida. Finally. I 
It's like they woke up and Oregon's like, I got my job on the line. <laughs> I think so. I mean, I think everybody other than Alabama has. Actually, it sounded more like, I was. Uh, <laughs> other than Nick Saban and Kirby Smart, I think everybody's job is up for grabs right now. Yeah. So uh, be putting in your resumes if you're wanting one. Yeah. Um, Arkansas, they lost to South Carolina, surprisingly, Ooh. I think, um, 48 to 22. And then Kentucky, who keeps winning. Yeah, I don't know why. What's their score? I Kentucky they they won forty to thirty four against Missouri, but what's their record? Uh, Kentucky's five and one now. Five and one. Yeah, watch out, Louisville. Here they come. So, uh, or did they beat them already? I, I don't know. Um, but anyway, but I know that Kentucky's good. They uh, they didn't play Louisville. Yeah, they beat South Southern Miss, Eastern Kentucky, a bunch of nobody college, high school, high school, high school. Yeah, so they've only played high school games. But, high school, high school, <laughs> high school. But they they do keep winning, and it's looking pretty good because they've got Tennessee, Old Miss, Vandy. I mean, they might just win. Yeah, yeah. Their chances are pretty good. So yeah, good it's luck, either Kentucky. Kentucky or Georgia. Good luck, Kentucky. I'm sorry that you have to face Georgia. Yeah, me too. Kirby Smart, the Bama coach. Yeah. Yeah. So anyway, we're going to go to a song and we'll be back with you with the FCA moment of the week. All right. Here is Thousand Foot Crutch and Push. It's time for the FCA moment of the week. Yeah, so FCA is such a big deal, and today, you know, Gunnersville's on fall break, so all the FCA people couldn't be here. So, uh, D-Man Roger, we're going to advertise uh, some of the things coming up. The root beer I just had. Anyways, <laughs> it just came up. It's coming uh, up. Anyway, yeah, it's coming up. Uh, the biggest thing they have on their calendar is November 16th. It's called the Iron Bowl Prayer Breakfast. Iron Bowl Prayer Breakfast. If you'd like to, if you're a business, you can sponsor a table, or or you can go to this event. I believe it's $10 a person, but that includes your breakfast, and you get to hear an Alabama and Auburn player. It's pretty awesome, pretty incredible. They have, I think, something like 400 kids show up to this thing. Pretty cool deal. Uh, if you want to follow FCA, we love these guys so much. They are so amazing. You can follow them on Twitter at, at N-E-A-L- I mean, N-E, Alabama, F-C-A. Or you can look them up on Instagram at N-E-A-L underscore F-C-A. Or you can find them on Facebook at Northeast Alabama F-C-A. Hey, these guys are the real deal. Me and me and Ricky. Ricky, hadn't you been impressed with them? I, you know, I when I, when I was in school when I was younger, all I, I thought F-C-A was kind of just in my school honestly yeah. and yeah. i didn't know that it was it was such a big partnership with all the schools and it's really just a it's an open door for any young person that's uh that's just needing somewhere to go yeah i think uh, a lot of times in my life i tried to fill voids in my life where there was i probably needed better friends or i probably needed some, some more support and you know just knowing that they're not only here just to be there for you but they're always going to be here. FCA yeah. is a great organization, and they're not just in the schools. They're out doing things. And, you know, last week we found out they take popsicles to the football teams. That's cool. Yes. I mean, if yes. I was on a football team, I'd want a popsicle. Yes. So. That's literally cool. Yes. Literally cool. Literally. <laughs> it is Just like that root cool. beer just came up. Okay. Any, anyway, uh, but FCA is such a great thing. Don't do school alone. I, I'm a firm believer in school campus groups and fca is doing it so good they're doing it so good so don't go through school by yourself go through it with these guys these guys will be there for you they're supportive they're they're amazing people me and ricky and steven we all we love them don't you steven what do you think of fca it's amazing every time we get to go and talk with roger cox with all of the guys there at fca they they always uh, always got a smile on their face always they're always about the kingdom business you know it's, Love it's it. about making disciples for christ and it's just amazing uh, they treat us good all the time they, they invite us out to go different places with them we get to learn more about what they do and it's just amazing that they're able to reach so many young people's lives within the schools and the way they're structured 
yeah. is really yeah. it, it's wonderful. It's wonderful the way they have everything set up. Yeah, everybody knows everybody, and everybody you know they make sure they're trained before they just throw them in there. Yeah, so it's really good stuff. FC, uh, our very own Jen has been through their uh, what do they call it? PTL, PLT, the Power Leadership Training, and I man, I'm just I'm impressed. So. If you're not a part of FCA, find one on your campus. Don't do school alone. And make a difference through your local Fellowship of Christian Athletes. We're going to go to a song right now. Yep, let's uh, let's hit up Lacey Sturm and Rot. We really want our sacrifices. You will always want our sacrifices. Here's your matter-of-fact weather. Olivia, what's the weather? Uh, the weather is a stinky armpit. That's what it is. Yes. Feels like a stinky armpit. Yes. Back to you, Stephen. Your matter-of-fact weather is brought to you by Davis Heating and Cooling, offering 24-hour service seven days a week since 1972. You can reach them at 256-582-8262. Hey, this is Josh Raines, youth pastor at Gunnersville First United Methodist Church. What do I do? I brush my teeth, I wash my hair, and I listen to the Varsity Radio Show 2.30 to 4.30 on Tuesdays on 88.5 JFM. And now, today's clutch moment. Man, this is, uh, this is a fun time for me, the... When we do clutch moment, it's it's a time where we can zone in. And so today we're gonna start out with a video real quick. I say a video, and you're like, I can't hear it. That's okay. You're gonna hear it. And so this is the testimonies. Today we're gonna talk about a little bit about the Red Cross. We're not gonna ask you to donate or anything like that. But I want you to hear what they did. Is they did this mission where they sent out a hundred video cameras to people that they that. Their organization actually helped save their lives. And so, check this video out, listener, and we'll be back it's with you. It's been therapeutic to record what I go through on a day-to-day basis. I just remember thinking, what am I going to do? I have a newborn. I can't lose my wife. What they did for me was give me that break to be able to get it together. Hi. Comfort to me is knowing that out there her life still goes on and those recipients and once you hit rock bottom there's only one way to go from there people know that there is always hope regardless of where you're at in your life you just don't know what's going to happen or who's going to be there to help you it still hurts and i just wanted to be okay (laughs) you gave me life I look down at my hands and realize I'm doing CPR. I wouldn't be here if it wasn't for this guy. (laughs) There's a lesson to be learned. Life is short. Make it worthwhile. Can you see me? Wow. So the Red Cross, and you're probably wondering why I'm talking about them, and I'll, I'll bring you in in a minute, but the Red Cross was an idea born in 1859 when a guy named Han- Henry Dunat, a young Swiss man, came upon the scene of a bloody battle in Solferino, Italy, between the armies of the Imperial Austria and the Franco-Sardinian alliance, and some 40,000 men lay dead and dying on the battlefield, and the wounded were lacking medical attention, and it it really bothered Do Not. And so he organized local people to bind the soldiers' wounds and to feed and comfort them, as some of them even died, but he wanted somebody to be there. And so on his return, he called for the creation of the National Relief Societies to assist those who were wounded in war and pointed to the way to the future Geneva, Geneva Conventions. See, this is the actual stance of the Red Cross. The Red Cross changes lives all over the world by being a humanitarian organization that provides emergency assistance, disaster relief, and education in the United States. Basically, these guys save lives. 
the way you may know him, and I know Ricky knows him by this, is giving blood, right? And uh, and we think about that. There's a lot of spiritual significance to this. Giving blood is a powerful thing. See, God's called us all, all of us, to be the spiritual Red Cross. We're born to serve the humanity around us. We are born to serve the people around us. You see it as the people who intentionally make themselves second that please God the most and receive the biggest reward from heaven. See, Christianity is all about becoming second. So, Ricky, how do you feel this statement is true in Christianity? I used to, um, I remember I used to tell my youth a lot of times that even though I had always worked for CVS, being being a youth director or being you know just a Christian in general is really my full time job. I know that CVS pays the bills and you know CVS puts food on the table, but at the end of the day, Christ has called me to so much more than than just my everyday job. Yeah. And there's a lot of people out there that that have everyday jobs like that and. Um, they have to remember that you know God's called us to one thing, and we have to put everything else, everything else second, in Christ and God first. Yeah. And His message, and that's that's our sole job. Yeah, I I'm uh, moved by the scripture that where Jesus says He says if you want to be the greatest, you must become the least. You know He says the worldly rulers. Lord it over you. They they hold it over your head. We I'm your boss. Do what I say. But if you want to be a Christian, and you want to be first. Then you got to be last. That's pretty amazing to me. That's that's a statement. See, you see, being a success on this earth does not make you a success in heaven. I think you need to know that. Just because you're successful in this world, just because you're you have a lot of money, just because you have a big house, and and just because. You may never have to worry about money for the rest of your life and you have fame and uh, you know just because you have a high Twitter count Twitter count or a high Facebook like ability does not mean that you're likable to God and it's the servants it's the ones who 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 make themselves seconds that catch God's attention so how do we become the spiritual Red Cross? Number one, what pain around you makes you desire change the most? What pain around you makes you desire change the most? You see, those who unlock your compassion are a key to your calling. So Ricky and Steven, this, this is my question. What one evil in this world disturbs you more than anything else? Why don't you go first, Steven? For me, it's that anybody would do any kind of harm in the name of in the name of their religion mm. I just I, that's just one of those things for me it's like if your religion calls you to kill people you might want to rethink that religion I'm with you you know um, you know my my biggest one and, and I, I may get some emails on this but <laughs> the, the biggest thing that hurts me the most is abortion yeah I mean I think that's the most evil corrupt thing that, that, that there is and I know that um that's a conversation on a different day, but I do know that you know, it, it just it kills me that some people are willing to take a baby at nine months old. And, you know. Yeah, yeah. I, you know, a lot of these things disturb me, but something that really just it drives me crazy: how many people die from just unclean water? Just uncle, like something so simple to us. That's devastating. Yeah, you know, but but the evils that disturb you are they can be a key to your callings. So, what's that? How do we how do we become the spiritual Red Cross? Number two, we gotta we gotta realize serving has no prejudice. Now, I'm not talking about the NFL deal right now. This is what I'm saying. If we are all really Christians, we don't have an option to be selective with who we serve. Yep. You hear what I'm saying? That's good. You don't get the option to say, "Well, Christ died for Christ died for me." Now I'm going to select whether you get to, you know, whether I tell you about Jesus or I, I'm going to select whether I serve you or not. If 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 I if I go after you, so what does this mean to you, Ricky? I think sometimes we've got to 
we've got to put our personal feelings behind and and you got to say you know what this person they're no matter their situation no matter what they're going through um we've got to be the hands and feet at feet of christ and and where he sends us and the people he sends us to those are our people no matter how difficult it looks no yeah. matter how hard it is to talk to them yeah you know that's our people and that's you've got to make them your people god made yeah. them your people so you've got to accept them yeah and uh, accept them as someone that you can minister to and lead and direct and guide and um that's that's something you've got to just become second to like you were saying yeah whether it makes you uncomfortable or not God didn't ask you to be comfortable. I don't know if some of you got saved and you thought all of a sudden everything was supposed to get comfortable and easy for you. You're reading a different gospel than I am. Uh, Jesus didn't call to make you comfortable. Salvation is not intended to make you comfortable. No, the the next thing that God calls you to do is reach people. And that's uncomfortable. I don't care who you are. I... It doesn't matter if it's your neighbor or your best friend. It's it's uncomfortable. But God calls us to do it. And then point number three, how do we become the spiritual red cross? The blood that runs through your veins provides life for the dying and broken. Let me tell you something. The second you're bought by the blood of Jesus is the second his blood begins to flow through your veins. I want you to hear that. Because some of you, you know, once you get saved, you just quit. You know, I, I got my get out of hell free card. I'm done. And let me tell you, that's just the beginning of your spiritual journey. It's just the beginning of God's not boring. You know, some churches and people may have made it boring for you, but God's not boring. And God's an adventurous God who calls us to do adventurous things. And so the second you're bought by the blood of Jesus, it begins to run through your veins. It begins to change everything around you. And it needs to begin to change everything around you. So we friends are imitations of Christ. It it should be our sole desire to serve like Him, to love like Him, to forgive like Him. When people are in the room with us, they should they should see and feel Jesus through us. We must become Jesus' hands and feet to this broken world around us. We should constantly look for ways to serve the humanity around us in every chance that we can. So, Ricky, what, in your opinion, is the hardest thing about what I just stated? I think it's, um, the, when you were saying all that, I kind of had a, a vision of it being like, you when you become a Christian, you sign up to be an organ donor. Yeah. And then God starts sending you people that need organs. Yeah. And then you're looking around and you're like, I changed my mind. Yeah. I don't want to give you what I have. And and you've already signed up for it, but it's it's like you're holding something back from them. You're holding, if you, if you hold out on a chance to minister to someone, you're cutting them short. Not, not just yourself, but them. That's right. And it's easy to forget that you're missing out on the blessing and they're missing out on your blessing. Yeah. And, And I tell you what, God, like I said, God's blood runs through us. It's our job. In a sense, to become the people who give spiritual transfusions to the people around us. We've got to give spiritual transfusion to people that, and the places around us, to the people that are broken. We're the only ones that can change situations sometimes. And I think we forget that. I think that we think, oh, well, somebody else will do it. Well, that's the pastor's job. Well, so, you know, and we'll make all the excuses in the world, and that's ridiculous. What if Jesus made excuses for us? What if Jesus made an excuse? Well, that person's never going to like me. Well, that person's going to do this. This person's going to do that. I don't want to die for them. I'm so glad Jesus didn't back out on me. So God's called us to be servants. God's called us to change the atmosphere around us. To be a difference maker. I dare you to change your world. I dare you to serve. I dare you to get beyond yourself and give spiritual transfusions to a world that's so desperate for it. We're going to go to a song right now. Stephen? This is Lecrae featuring Tori Kelly and I'll Find You. Just fight a little longer, my friend. It's all worth it in the end. Hey, this is John Henderson from Compassion City Church. Make sure... You don't miss out on the Varsity Radio Show from 2.30 to 4.30. 
If you're a high school student, this show is geared towards you. Whatever you do, tell your friends. Don't miss out. It's the Varsity Radio Show, 2.30 to 4.30, every Tuesday. It's the Varsity Athlete Interview. Hey, guys. This is uh, Seth and Ricky. We're back, and we're about to air an interview that we did with two awesome guys. Just this last week, I don't know if you're a band member, but if you are, it's the most important. The most important. Isn't it, Stephen? It's the most important. <laughs> the most important. Band festival yeah. in this area, and yeah. it's called Mid-South. I, uh, I was a part of it when I grew up. I know Stephen was. Yep. And uh, so... I we, was, too. Oh, I didn't know that. Every year I dated a girl that was in there the band. There you go. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> That's okay. Even, even after I graduated, I ended up marrying a girl that was in the band. That's right. So uh, <laughs> Ricky was cheering for my band. and uh, <laughs> Yeah, I cheered for the Mayrap Knight. What, what did Taylor play? Or was she color She was or? a dance line. Dance line. How yeah. about her twin sister? Was she dance line? She was a dance line. Wow. That's I what they did. I like the dance line girl. <laughs> That's good to know. We're not in Vegas, so it doesn't count badly. Anyway, so anyway, okay, so we're gonna air their interview right now. Check it out. This is my friend Jensen and Braden Leonard. Hey guys, this is Seth and this is Ricky, and we're here with the Varsity. We're doing our radio show interview with the amazing, incredible Jensen and Braden Leonard from the Drumline at Gunnersville High School. What you got to say about that, Ricky? I, I just, I love band members. Me too. Our last band interview with uh, Brad Hudson over at A-Rab, that went what pretty smooth. What a boss. What a boss. Band members, they give some pretty good interviews, and I think it's just because they have good stuff to say. You know, I don't know if you remember this movie, Ricky, or not, but it was called The Drumline. Yeah. It got me all fired up. It made you want to join the band. I know. I don't have any skills like that. I can't. Now, uh, what were you in? The, you were in the band, right? I was. I don't like to talk about it. <laughs> no, I, I played trumpet all the way through my junior high and then uh, baritone. And then they said, get get rid of that kid's trumpet, probably. Yeah, something like that. So, anyway. Uh, so, we're going to ask you two some questions. Say hi, hi to the uh, audience. So, Say, t- tell them your names. I'm Jackson. I'm Braden. Awesome. Hey, guys, tell me what drum you actually play in the band. I play the third bass drum. I play bass two. Bass two. So y'all add the mm to the oh yeah to the band. I, that's the mm mm the mm's a good part. That's right. So can you beatbox? Uh, not they really. <laughs> They're turning they red. They pause. I think they can. Turn, I think you got this, guys. No. Okay, Ricky, go ahead and ask your first question. So what's your favorite thing about being in the band? Mine is just being able to be on the field on Friday nights. Nice. Um, being able to play drums, that's what I like. Okay. That's so cool. So, uh, do, you, do you have a set of drums at home? Yes, sir. I have, um, some tenors, and I have a set. Do you make your parents' ears bleed? Oh, yeah. <laughs> and mom. <laughs> do they ever, uh, do your parents ever ask you or to take them outside, or? Yes. <laughs> Every time he starts to play, they do. <laughs> It. You got a beat in your heart. You just got to go with it, right? Right. <laughs> you just got to go with it. So, uh, what is the one game of the year that you love to perform at? Um, Mid South or the Alberville competition. Mid South. Now, Alberville's always had a good band. Yeah. Now, when now, I was in school. Yeah, me too. And uh, I was in the ARAP band. Uh, and then we got Gunnersville band here. So, Mid-South just happened. This is pre-recorded, obviously. A Mid-South happened yesterday. So, why don't you tell us the results of that? Um, Gunnersville, they got everyone except for Color Guard. But we got a one, so that's a plus. And Percussion got a one. That's even more. So, we probably have some listeners out there that, that may not know anything about Mid-South. And tell us how what, what all do y'all get rated in and... Just give us a, a basic run through of what what Mid South is. So Mid South's like the biggest band competition in the southeastern United States. It's been going on for sixty something years now, and all the bands from around here, all the counties around here, just tons of bands, and even some from Georgia come to compete and get rated because the judges are very 
I guess strict but they know what they're watching and they know what they're doing so you for real get a true rating and so everyone likes to compete in it and uh, they rate the drum major on everything's on a scale of one to three one being the best three being the not the worst and the drum rate drum major is rated the color guard the dance line the percussion and the band and you have there's three judges and each judge will give a rating and if like it depends on what they give if they two give a one and one gives a two um, it's an overall one it they just average it from the different ratings of the judges so who all is judged is it different parts of the band yes well like the band is judged and then there's percussion and then that's the separate part the band is together as a whole rated okay all right so what is the greatest lesson that you've learned in band greatest never life. give up never give up it's hot out there. You can't give up. <laughs> you don't have another chance anywhere else to go, do you? No. Especially with the drum on. And you just can't stop either. You can't. You can't stop what you're doing just because you make a mistake. You have to keep rolling. Keep so. moving. What do you like most about? You know, the band's a big team. What do you like most about being on a team? I think I just like having all the friends and people to talk to that can relate, and just people that you know will be there for you. Really. So what do you see band taking you in the future? How do you see uh, this part of your life, band, helping you move towards your future? Or do you want to play band in college? Or you know where I'm going at? I think I want to play um, the JSU Marching Southerners. Woo! Yeah. That's a great band. Yeah. JSU Marching Southerners. It's your early audition. What about a band? Are you going to join a band outside of school? Like um, a rock band? It's part of Consume's band. Consume's <laughs> band? That's Seth's band here at the church. <laughs> he is. Both of them. Okay, so. Uh, Jensen, where do, you, where do you see this? Where do you see the band taking you? Um, I think it, it just really gives you an advantage to know how to read music and how to play an instrument and stuff. I mean, I'm not necessarily looking into going to career in band or in drums, but it will definitely help me along the way. So you're, uh, who's y'all's drum major? William McLaughlin. All right. So what's the what's the best thing that he's ever taught y'all? Um, to keep our eyes on him. Because he directs everyone, and we have to stay in time. And if we're not in time, we don't present a good show. When I die, I put my ashes in the trash bag I don't care where they go Don't waste your money on my gravestone I'm more concerned about my soul Hey, welcome back. We're uh, the second part of our interview right here with the amazing Jetson and Braden Leonard. And now we're going to go to the serious stuff, right? Like This is the stuff that we really want to know. The stuff that matters. So talk about the bus ride. Tell us about some of your greatest experiences or the funniest things that happened on the way to a football game or band competition. We would sing stand tunes in the bus, and people would have their practice pads, drum pads, and be playing while we're singing. Can you sing one of those for us right now? I don't think I can. <laughs> <laughs> what about some embarrassing moments? Y'all got any of those in the embarrassing moments on the field? Last year, I played bass one. At the end of the show, how we were in, I think we were in, comp- no, we weren't. All right, and uh, it was at the end of the show, and um, uh, I put my sticks down because we just got through with the show, and I raised them back up to march off the field. When I raised them up, one of my sticks touched like, grabbed my the my uh, pants leg and it slipped off and fell. She had to go pick it back up. No, the one of the color guard people because they got to go back out there and nice. pick the flags back up. They came through for you. Color guard, color guard's kind of like the cleanup squad. Like they can fix any of your mistakes. Yeah, thank God, right? <laughs> <laughs> Wish they could fix ours. I know. We need a color guard for the varsity. Yeah. So, tell us, most embarrassing moment. I haven't really had one. Really, like I haven't had any big mess ups or anything. What uh, is a big mess up? Usually dropping your drumstick. Dropping a stick, yeah. falling, tripping, moving after. Uh, you stopped. At a step. 
Yeah. Have you ever been the the sole ranger to mess up the whole performance in any of your performances? Not yet. How about have practice. A practice. Yeah. yeah. You have been. Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah. Get yourself in line. <laughs> I, uh, I remember band camp. We used to have it at JSU. Uh, left, 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 right. Left. I could, I could do that in my sleep. Like I catch myself still doing that. I'm 31. I've been out of the band a I long time. I wouldn't appreciate that moment when, when you'd be the one to mess up and everybody's like slowly turning their head towards you and looking. No. I feel like I would be just in the spotlight and you know, it wouldn't be good. We fought like vigorously to not be out of step, man. We'd be in practice. There were over 200 of us at ARAB, man. When we, man, one person gets out of line, you get called out. 200 people, almost 300 people there, you get called out. It was rough. So, we're, so, so far, what's your favorite performances that y'all did? Like over the years? Yeah. Um,. I've only been in it two years, so probably this year's. This year's. And this year's my first year, so. Okay. This is pretty, yeah. Jensen's favorite. <laughs> What's your show this year? It's called Broken, and it features um. Fallout Boy. Fallout Boy, uh, you give love a bad name by Bon Jovi, I think. Yep. And then um, Hello by Adele and Love Lies Bleeding. And some other songs. I'm trying to remember. But it's just like... Sort of like a broken heart type show. Okay. So, talking about Adele and Bon Jovi and everything. What is your favorite band? Just band. Um, favorite music. Favorite band that you listen to. Uh, probably Blue Devils. Blue George Devils. And you're, and you're talking marching band. Yes, sir. Okay, the Blue Devils... Yes, sir. And um, I guess Alabama's band. Like, yeah. I like the the million they, dollar band. I like the way they play. We love that. Oh, that touches me. I think we just get excited over the the chants and the oh yeah and the, the roll tide and it just everything about Alabama football excites me. Just makes me happy. Yeah. Yeah. What kind of music do y'all listen to? You have a favorite type of music? Um, I like eighties and nineties music. Like some music, okay? Yeah, about the same for me. Same for you? Yes, sir. Some Van Halen and stuff like that. So, if you weren't in the band, what sport would you be playing? Um, baseball or football. Okay. You still play baseball, don't you? Yes, sir. Yeah. I went to see Braden's game last year. Yeah, I, I would. I mean, I play tennis, but I probably would. I was thinking about going into baseball this year. I don't know though yet, so probably baseball. Cool. It's been a good interview, guys. Thank you so much uh, for spending some time with us. And uh, we hope the rest of your season's amazing. Thank you. And you get all superiors all the way through. Y'all got a special trip y'all going on? Um, we're going to Universal Studios. Nice. And marching their parade. Wow. Nice. In April. Well, that'll be fun. We get to stay down there for a few days and get to go through Universal Studios and do what we want after the parade and stuff for a day. It'll be pretty fun. Well, to yeah. close us out, let me ask you this. Who inspires you the most? Like any person? Any person. Faster set. No, Faster set. you are too. <laughs> That's what you've been waiting on. No, I wouldn't. Um, no. You don't have to use me. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. That's a, that's a tough on. one. Uh, Do you have any family members that were in the band? Were any of your family members in the band? My mom. Your mom wasn't, was she? She was a color guard. Color guard, all right. Color guard. But other than that, we are the first, so. First generation band. Trying to leave a legacy. Come on now. <laughs> Just don't drop your drumsticks. Oh, yeah. All, all right, right, guys. This has been awesome. Thank you for being here today. and no uh, We're just, we love our band people. Yeah. We love our band members, and it, it excites me, and. We're still waiting on our, our, our drum line to come in here and play for us, so maybe yeah, y'all can maybe put in a can... word. I can help it. You okay, Batman? You seem the opposite of concerned. Yeah, I'm fine. Just listening to you out there, it's like the world wasn't all darkness anymore. For a brief moment there, I could have sworn I felt something. That feeling is pride, sir. You're right. I am super proud of 
myself for listening to such a great radio show. It's time for the Varsity Freestyle. Yeah, it is. Don't you love this part? Last week you didn't let us down. There were so many of you called in. Me and Ricky got our exercise in here, and today we hope this is no exception. So, Ricky, give them the game. We're ready for you to call in. We're going to do something a little different. We're going to let you do some radio shout-outs, but specifically for your pets. Yes. You're going to be able to call in. Tell us what kind of pets you have. If you don't have a, if you don't currently have a pet, you can call and just tell us what you used to have. Something interesting, something that you think we would appreciate here in the studio, make us laugh. But call us, give us your pet, tell us what their name is, what they are, you know, what uh, any interesting things about them. We want to hear it. We just want to give a, some shout outs to our loving, faithful friends back at home. That's right. Um, Seth, you got, you want to start out and give a shout out? Yeah, to Yeah, I want to shout out to my two dogs, Lily and Sabin. Lily and Saban. Lily and Saban. Uh, Saban. Yes, I had. He had to have a good University of Alabama name. So, <laughs> talk about the dog that has its own Instagram page. I have a dog. You can follow him at Wrangler the Bulldog on Instagram. His <laughs> uh, he's a bulldog. He's very friendly. He's lovable. And he weighs about 110 pounds. Holy cow. He's a okay. monster. He looks like a cow, too. So just check him out on Instagram. But, you know, we all have our favorite loving... Do you have any pets, Stephen? I do, actually. We've got a, a big boy. He's about 120 pounds. He is a lab, and his oh. name is Max. We call him Maxie Boy. Wow. Or, depending on the day, we can call him Harry Snotter. <laughs> Harry wow. Snotter is always a good name, yeah. Or, Harry Snotter. Yeah, for some reason, we came up with this one, Booty Butt from Pizza Hut. I don't know. It's wow. Just, it's just, you know. How long did it take to come up with that? Oh, one, here's Steven? another one. Rooter, Tooter, Pooter, Scooter. That's they do all those at the same time, I guess. Yeah, sometimes I just go through the list. I feel like, I feel like he needs an Instagram page. <laughs> he does. He does. So, so if you have a pet, we're going to give you the number right now. Yep. Want to be on the radio? Call us now at 256-505-0885. Don't miss it. We're going to play some music, but you call in. Give a shout-out to your pet. Kenneth, what's up? So much. Just showing. Shout-out that animal. All right, I got a few here. I got my cat, Anakin. He's yeah. uh, like a... He's like half Persian, tabby cat, half like... I don't know. He's a stray cat. Does of. he have the force? Kind of. Well, he has the force to make you feed him. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I got my dog Gus. He's an English massive. He, or massive. He's massive, though. Yeah. Wow. And then shout out to my old pet rock, Danny. He's not with us anymore, but you know. <laughs> What's his still name? Still there in spirit. His name's Danny? Danny. <laughs> <laughs> All right. That was fantastic. Thank you, Kenneth. Thank you, Kenneth. Hey, if no you're, yeah, hey, if you're still listening, shout out your pet. Don't miss this moment. We got about 20 minutes left on the show. We want to hear about your pet, especially if you have a crazy one. Call us, 256-505-0885. Call us now. All right. Hey, we have our uh, amazing people in the room, Olivia, Kane, and... And Jana, they're going to shout out their animals right now. Show some love. Um, I have several pets, but my favorite is Maggie Mae. I know you can't pick favorites with your children, but <laughs> but I did. I couldn't help it. She's my favorite. She's very moody, though. Like You can't lay with her wow. with, without her like choosing to. But but when you lay with her, it's like amazing. And she's very sweet. Wow. <laughs> she makes your sleep better. She does. <laughs> That's what I'm hearing. So, Jana, tell us about your pet. All right. I got two pets. One I claim, and the other one is Emily's cat, so <laughs> whatever. Her name's Chuck. Chuck? Yeah. Hold on. Her name, her is, name Chuck. is Chuck. Her name is Chuck. Wow. She's a big poofy cat that annoys me. Do you say so. poofy or poofy? <laughs> Both. Okay. <laughs> so the dog is Daisy May, and she's known to my friends as the stoner dog because she has very bloodshot eyes. Wow. <laughs> Wow. So, it just got real, boys true. and girls. <laughs> yep, that's my pets. Wow. Wow. And and Olivia has favorites. Yep. 
Maggie Mae is Bay. I hope I oh hope <laughs> I hope you are listening, pets. <laughs> you give Olivia a hard time. So hey, if you're out there and you want to call in, tell us about your animals today. Two five six five zero five zero eight eight five. Hey Holly, how you doing? Good. How are y'all? Fantastic. Tell us about your pet. Okay, we have some, we have five pets. Wow, this is gonna take a while. Go ahead, let's go. We have we have three long-haired miniature dots and wow, waggle wiggles, <laughs> ladybug, and bear bryant. Yes, roll tide, a, roll tide. And they have their own personality. They are their most our per, most precious dogs. That's that's what Olivia said. We so. know one of them's a winner. Huh? Yeah. And uh, we have two cats. Mama Kitty and Tom Tom. Wow. Mama Kitty and Tom Tom. And they just, they're just cats. Wow. Thank hey. you so much, Holly. That was beautiful. Tell your, tell your pets we love them. Okay, I will. <laughs> we'll see you. Thanks. Bye. Hey, hey, if you want to get your pet out there, give it a shout out at 256 505 Call us. Call us now. Hey. We are back, and we are going to talk about some exotic pets. Yeah. So, uh, I was on, uh, uh, you know, Google, because you can find everything on Google, and uh, we brought up a list of 10 exotic pets that are all around the world. It doesn't mean that they're all legal here in America, but um, it does mean that there are pets out there. So Somewhere. So, we're going to go down the list, and we're going to talk about a few of these. Uh, Capybara is number one. <laughs> it's a giant rodent. Yeah. It's actually the largest rodent, and it can weigh up to 140 pounds. Wow. That's a big rat. For the record, our church took a missions trip, and a portion of our guys went into the jungle, and they ate one. That sounds like if it's 140 pounds of meat, sounds pretty good. But yeah. I don't know if I want to eat 140 pounds of rat. Me neither. I wonder if it's greasy. I don't know. Because rodent meat, I think it has a tendency of being a little greasy. I, I've had squirrel, but I've never had a rat. You, you, know should, what? you should ask Pastor Gary. He <laughs> ate some. You know what I think Dude. of? Yeah. What? I think of the giant rat from uh, Ninja Turtles. Yes. Yeah, yes. Master Splinter. Master Splinter. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, number two on the list is bearded dragons. Wow. You have any friends that had bearded dragons? I had a kid in my last youth group who had one and brought it to youth. They stink. Yeah. But we're going to take a phone call. Who we got on the line with us? Uh, let's see here. Who we got on the line with us? This is Harold Dixon. Harold! What's up, Harold? How's it going? Harold's family here. How you doing, Harold? I'm doing just fine. How about y'all? We're great. We want to hear about all of your animals. My animals? Yes. <laughs> we're talking about pets here on the show today. Pet and- shout out right now. Uh, well, y'all already know about Darla. Yeah? Yeah. Well, I got a dog. I got one dog. Yeah? Her Tell. name is Tappy. Tappy? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Tappy the dog. Tappy the dog, yeah. Yeah. Tell us about her. Well, she's a pit bull Pekingese mix. Oh, well, that sounds very interesting. What do you call yeah. that breed? A peekaboo? A peekaboo? A peekaboo? Where do you find one of those? <laughs> Don't worry about it, Seth. <laughs> a bullaboo? A peekaboo. What else? <laughs> you got any other interesting animals? Well, I got me a cat. Yeah? I think, I think it's a cat. <laughs> what makes you question... Well, we did have a skunk get loose in the backyard. Yeah. And then we had a cat that was in heat. And then all of a sudden we had this uh, <laughs> very strange looking cat pop up a few weeks later. So <laughs> it might be part skunk, might be part cat. I don't know. I just beat it from a distance and don't really question You can still call it a pole cat. <laughs> wow. Wow. Okay. <laughs> That is extremely interesting. Wow. Well, that's about the rundown, I, I reckon. That's all the pets I know of. How's Darla doing? She's just fine. Just fine. Uh-huh. 
All right. Well, okay. they came out and checked her a couple of weeks ago after uh, the uh, the shocking incident, and uh, <laughs> she's just fine. That's so good. Okay. All right, Harold. All right, Harold. Thank you. Thank you for calling. We'll see you later, Harold. Tell your animals we said hi. They they don't speak English. <laughs> oh yeah. Espanol. All right, bye, Harold. <laughs> oh, okay. Finish the rest. Uh, well, let's go do a song so we can catch our breath. <laughs> <laughs> I missed it again. When will this ever end? We're back. I was kind of hoping for the space theme music, but <laughs> maybe before the end of the show. Maybe. So let's go to the next animal. On it's, these. A, uh, it's a serval, I think. Is yeah. that how you say that? It's a, it's just a Yeah, it's a really pretty cat. kind of looks like a uh, um, cheetah, but it's a cat that you can get. And, you know, I guess it's a cheetah cat. And you cheetah can actually cat? have it in your house. It's real small, kind of like a Persian, I guess, something like that. Nice. Number four, we got a Phoenix fox. Fox. It's uh, often located in Africa. You yeah. You a small fox as a pet. There you go. Number five, we got a, a wallaby. A wallaby. Is that how you say that? Really? Yes, wallaby. Yeah. Um, it closely resembles a kangaroo. They're often called mini kangaroos. They're also in Aus- they're in Australia. So there's all kinds of weird things in Australia. Um, I know we scary we, place. If we've got any missionaries on the phone, we'd like to hear some of y'all's. Uh, I know you can't call in, but you can Facebook message us and tell us some of the erotic pets that y'all are seeing over there. Number six. Number six, we've got chimpanzees. Uh, yeah, we got chimpanzees, and uh, so we, uh, hedgehogs, when I was in Scotland, I actually walked up on one of these. They're like this big. Really? Yeah, they're not very big at all. And so, hedgehogs. All right, then we got a, is it a macaw? Yeah, macaw, it's a parrot. They are, uh, they grew up to 40 inches long, 60 inch wingspan. Wow, and outlive you. These guys can get pretty big. Uh, they live a pretty long time. And coming in at number nine, we got a chinchilla. Chinchilla. I know we, we've got we've got some right down at the pet store down the road. I think you can get your chinchilla if you want one. They're cute. Eh, they're kind of like giant rats too. Now this is not a cute animal. It's called a ball python. I don't know why anybody would want to have a ball python in their no, house. Who wants to die? It's like, <laughs> hey, I'm gonna go to sleep tonight and die. Yep. The most uh, scary snake pet stories that I see is people that um, find them in their toilet. Have y'all heard these stories yes. before? Yeah. Yes. People find you know, snakes in their toilet. Elizabeth and... Mitchell actually had that happen to her for real. Yeah. yeah. Nope. <laughs> yeah. Not going to happen. Nope. I would move. Yes. <laughs> I would get up and move. There's a snake in my toilet. I'm out. Run out the door and set that place on fire. That's right. <laughs> Explain it to the insurance company later. Yep. But there was a snake in the toilet. So, hey, we're going to give you another song. We're coming back for Buzzer Beater. Keep tuning in. There you go. It's spoken. Falling apart. All right, guys, today we challenge you to be a servant and save some lives. Also, give us a follow on Instagram at Varsity Radio Show and a like on Facebook at the same. That's right. And if you want to listen to the full podcast, it's on iTunes at the Varsity Radio Show, and it'll be up tomorrow. There it is. (laughs) Thank you, Stephen. You're very welcome. Thank you. Yeah. That's beautiful. I aim to please. Yeah. So anyway, we I like this music a lot, by the way, just yeah. for the record. Uh, anyway, we had the girls give you the last information. Hey, come join us next week. We're going to have Douglas in the studio. We're going to have who? We're going to have Jared Teal. Jared Teal. Douglas from Athlete. Douglas High School. So uh, he's going to be in the studio with us. We had Taylor Freeman and... Ashlyn Brooks last time. You're you're gonna really enjoy the Douglas guys. We always do. We do. Wait. Listen, we got another thing that we just realized. We are ninety four likes away. 
from out doing our own radio show <laughs> on Facebook. Our own radio station. Our own yeah, radio yeah. station. So, yeah. you know, that's a big deal because we would love to have those bragging rights with the most likes. <laughs> yeah. So if you could give us 94 more likes, share with your friends, share with your family, get us on your page, like us at Varsity Radio Show. On yeah. Facebook and Instagram. That's what we need, more likes. More likes. The more likes, the more ministry we can do. So check check us out, like us. It's going to be great. Hey, check us out next week, Tuesday, every Tuesday, 2.30 to 4.30. We'll, I believe we're going to have Josh Rains in the studio from First Methodist. He's going to be with us. We're also going to have uh, Douglas, so it's going to be a fun show. And next week we're going to be wearing our college apparel. Yes, because we're getting ready for the Bama-Tennessee game. So you check that out on Facebook. You'll see us all decked out. In our... Yeah, and the new uh, camera switch, you're really going to like that. So it, it makes it way less boring to watch our Facebook Live. <laughs> and uh, be looking soon for our 360 moment. We're going to do a 360 moment where we show you a, an interview or we show you our game or we show... So that way... You can feel like you are here in the studio with us. Now, you can't eat the charburger. But you will see everything. Like, if, if, if all the times where we tried to hide and pick our nose, we won't be able to do that anymore. No, not with all these there's camera no angles. There's, there's no secrets anymore. No, yeah, there's so many camera angles in here. And Steven keeps getting my silhouette for some reason. Not happy about that. But anyway, you know, I'm joking. Uh, so we're really glad. We're going to keep improving for you. Keep telling people about us. And we'll see you back here next Tuesday. Don't miss it. Yeah, and a big thank you to Charburger. If you guys are hungry, tell you what, Charburger is the perfect place to go. Never cease to amaze. <laughs> Listen to this last song. Let it jam in your head and have a great day. Hearts like lions, pretty little face.